0: Welcome to Point with Daryl Jones, speaker, author, and lead pastor of the Rock Fellowship Church in Miami, Florida, and president of Point Ministries. Our goal at Point Ministries is to point you to the Word of God, where Jesus is the point. Today's message is from the Chasing After the Wind series, where Dr. Jones teaches through the entire book of Ecclesiastes, and we learn that true satisfaction is found only in knowing the Lord and enjoying the life He provides. Now let's join Him for today's message.
1: I'm invite you to turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter five. Ecclesiastes chapter five. We're going to pick up in verse eight, and we're just going to read through. We're going to read. We're going to read a little bit. Y'all know how we like to read some scripture, and so we're going to pick up in verse eight, and we're going to read through even in the chapter six. In verse eight, I'm reading from the CSB version. It says. If you see oppression of the poor and perversion of justice and righteousness in the province, don't be astonished at the situation because one official protects another official and higher officials protect them. The proper from the land is taken by all. The king is served by the field. The one who loves silver is never satisfied with silver and whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with income. This too is futile. When good things increase, the ones Who consume them, multiply. What then is the profit to the owner except to gaze at them with his eyes? The sleep of the worker is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but the abundance of the rich permits him no sleep. There is a sickening tragedy I've seen under the sun, wealth kept by its owners to his harm. That wealth was lost in a bad venture, so when he fathered a son, he was empty-handed. As he came from his mother's womb, so he will go again, naked as he came, and he will take nothing for his efforts that he can carry in his hands. This too is a sickening tragedy. Exactly as he comes, so he will go. What does the one what does the one gain who struggles for the wind? What is more, he eats in darkness all his days with much frustration, sickness, and anger. Verse 18. Here's what I've seen to be good. It is appropriate to eat, drink, and experience good in all the labor one does under the sun during the few days of his life. God has given him because that is his reward. Furthermore, everyone to whom God has given riches and wealth, he has also allowed him to enjoy them Take his reward and rejoice in his labor. This is a gift of God, for he does not often consider the days of his life because God keeps him occupied with the joy of his heart. Chapter 6, verse 1. Here is a tragedy I have observed under the sun, and it weighs heavily on humanity. God gives a person riches and wealth and honor so that he lacks nothing of all he desires for himself, but God does not allow him to enjoy them. Instead, a stranger will enjoy them. This is futile and a sickening tragedy. A man may father a hundred children and live many years no matter how long he lives if he is not satisfied by good things and does not even have a proper burial. I say that a stillborn child is better off than he for he comes in futility and he goes in darkness and his name is shrouded in darkness. Though a stillborn child does not see the sun and is not conscious, it has more rest than he. And if a person lives a thousand years twice but does not experience happiness, do not both go to the same place? All of a person's labor is for his stomach, yet the appetite is never satisfied. What advantage then does the wise person have over the fool? What advantage is there for the poor person who knows how to conduct himself before others? Better what the eye see than a wandering desire. This too is futile in a pursuit of the wind. Verse 10. Whatever exists has been given its name long ago and it is known what mankind is. But he is not able to contend with the one stronger than he For when there are many words, they increase futility. What is the advantage for mankind? For who knows what is good for anyone in life in the days of his futile life that he spends like a shadow? Who can tell anyone what will happen after him under the sun? May God bless the readers and hearers of his holy word. Ecclesiastes 5, 8 through 6, 12. It can sound bleak. You're reading through this and you're hearing all these sayings and these wise observations and how all these things continue to be, starting from chapter 1, all these things that the world tells us to chase after is futile. It's like a vapor. It's transitory. It's temporal. It really means, at the end of the day, nothing. And today... We get some insight in what I like to call a wise view of wealth, a wise view of wealth because we are, as a culture, fixated on more. We think the more we have and the more we gain and the more money I have, that's going to be the answer to all our problems. And yet we fail to realize that our perspective on the matter is skewed and that's why we have oftentimes problems that we have and many times it comes from this misunderstanding of God's intention when it comes to actual wealth and resources what's that misintention or misunderstanding for intention I want you to think about oftentimes when we don't understand the thing and we misuse the thing how it can cause more trouble Meaning, mean, uh, some of you may have fallen victim to one of your children uh, ruining a cell phone plug-in because they keep trying to jam in the wrong charger. They, they know power is supposed to flow. They know it's supposed to charge it, and yet they putting it in the wrong way, or they're using the wrong chargers, and yet, because they've misunderstood the dynamics and intention of one charger from another, they have this concept, but what they're doing in the application is all wrong. Now the phone messed up. Now you got a problem. They got frustration. You know, I, I, I've experienced, I've seen. If, if you like s- certain videos on social media, uh, sometimes it's funny when it's not tragic. All right, so I'm a. i am want to qualify this because I don't want you to think I'm making fun of people. Uh, they're not hurt, Once you know they're not hurt. Okay, now it's really funny. But you ever seen those gym fails when people do something crazy at the gym? You know, uh, it was just one guy. He went up and he didn't know how to do a certain leg machine, and he got into it all wrong, and it just flipped him over. And he tried to play it off. we like, who saw that? And he's like, yeah, everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. It looked crazy. And it, it looked scary because like he might have broken his back. Or you see somebody doing something with a cable. And, and one time I was in the gym and, and this kid was doing something with the cables. And he, he let it go. And it made this big slam. And the whole machine almost fell over. And he took off running. And I'm like, somebody get these kids out of here. They're going to hurt themselves. And they better not hurt me. But it was a misunderstanding. It was, it was there. It was to be useful. It's, 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 it's something that's been created with an intention of actually bettering one's health. And yet when misused and misunderstood, damage. I say that because oftentimes, especially in our culture, and our society, this understanding of wealth gets skewed to the point to where some people think of wealth and they see... Evil, stay away. And then some people see it as on the other extreme, must have above all else. And yet we see over and over and over that God has intention of what he gives and what he provides and how he wants us to understand it. And he starts off in here with this discussion on those leaders over peoples who misuse and abuse the resources, power, and wealth that they have. Starting in verse 8, he says something. He says, if you see oppression of the poor and perversion of justice and righteousness in the province, don't be astonished at the situation. And he goes on to say, because they, leaders take care of each other, they scratch each other's back. You know, one of the things that's a shame is every few years we have elections in our country. You know, here in the West, we have a constitutional uh, we have a constitutional democratic republic. We get to vote for representatives. They make laws. And every couple of years when we're voting for these representatives and even every four years when we vote for a president, some of us, either side of what we are, we have this candidate that we believe they're going to come in and they're going to fix it. And they're going to do it right this time. Then a few years go by, okay, we need somebody else. We're going to fix it. And they're going to do it right this time. I'm, I'm 43 years old now. You know, to some, that's old. To some, that's a baby. It's weird. I get both ends. you' should be like, oh, you a baby. And I'm like, really? I'll take it. I'll take that. You know, what? One thing I learned, I, over the few years, you know, when, you, when you're when you in your teenagers, you're not really paying attention to politics and stuff. When you get in your early 20s, you ain't really care about that. But then when you start, like, paying bills and certain things, like, you on your own, you start paying attention. You start watching the news. You know, you get grown. You start watching the news, and you kind of paying attention to what's going on. And and you see this candidate, male or female, and they saying all this good stuff, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, okay. This this the one that's gonna yeah, this the one that's gonna do it right. They're not gonna go in there and start stealing all the money, and they're not gonna go in there and just take advantage of it. They're not gonna go in there and just forget about the people in need. And then they get in there, and then a few years go by, and it's like it's the same thing. We need somebody else. You, you you trick me. And we get our hopes up, and we just keep happens over and over and over. And it's not that power itself is bad. It's not that wealth itself is bad. The issue is is how wealth can come with corruption. we talk about the corruption of the wealthy. And the corruption of the wealthy comes in these verses, Now we're looking at verses 8 through 17, it it becomes corrupt, corroding, and corruptive because it becomes God. And when they make wealth God, it's all about taking care of that. And whoever suffers, suffer. See, if I'm in charge and we're in charge and all of a sudden we kind of like how we live and we like how we get treated we like what we have access to and we want to keep that and we don't want to let anything get in the way of that i don't want to start here and stepping on toes and i'm i went in fighting for the right thing but now that's gonna mess me up and i'm gonna end up being out and i I like what i eat now like what i drive i like where i live i like where my kids go to school so I'm not going to step on any toes. I'm not going to ruffle any feathers and I'll scratch your back because I know in a few years I want to move on up. I need you to scratch mine. And he says, don't be astonished because this is how things go. And one thing we've noticed in Ecclesiastes is how he keeps making this reference under the sun, under the sun, under the sun. What it's stating, remember, is human affairs. Human affairs. Just in the nature of human affairs that is godless. When God is left out, how naturally things go. We live in a sinful, fallen world. We all have a sin nature, and without God, it is a run amok. So, as we observe that which happens just in human endeavors, we see that when this wealth becomes God, that's the only thing that matters. So when it comes to righteousness, justice, holiness, uh -uh, uh -uh. we got to keep it. And they're willing to do whatever they need to, to keep it.
0: More from Dr. Jones in a moment. But first, during this month, you can request your MP3 download of the sermon series, Time for Your Checkup, with your donation to the ministry. This is a great resource where Dr. Jones teaches us to examine and engage the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives. To give, go to daryljones.org. That's D A R Y L Jones.org and request your copy today. Now, let's rejoin Dr. Jones for the rest of today's message.
1: He says, We cannot let this happen within ourselves. I, I say that because me give the example of the politician. I, I've noticed a lot of, a lot of them, they start out, they mean well. They mean well leaders. You know, and we're, we're talking about, you know, elected officials. You, you think about back in even high school, when you were voting for student council presidents and vice presidents, they had a lot of good ideas. They wanted to help stuff. Then all of a sudden, something changed. It's like, hold on. Now, there are some that stay the course and do what's right and do what's just and they 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 act in righteousness. And that is God's intention. But when it's all about position, when it's all about resources, when it's all about taking care of one another that's in leadership, when he, he makes this statement, the prophet of the land is taken by all and the king is served by the field. What's interesting, that Hebrew in there is, is, is a little confusing. And it's saying like, look, when you think about, Government government in itself isn't bad, but its intention is to look over the well-being and the welfare of its people. When it becomes only about serving those in leadership, that's when things have gotten off kilter. And the government is supposed to be making sure the resources get to where they're supposed to go so that the welfare of the community is taken care of and not just feeding the leaders. But when we let wealth corrupt, and the reason it corrupts is because... We misunderstand it. But what did he say? He says here, "The one who loves money is never satisfied. The one who loves it." Now, now, this this, this was interesting about that. Um, I said this before. Oftentimes, um, when we when we we see this word love, we we automatically we automatically think about an emotion. We automatically think about emotion. But 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 here it's not just talking about an emotion. It's speaking more so on a fixation and it's used as a verb here. It's, it's, It's action, meaning it's it's carrying this connotation here of one who places wealth and money first. They serve money. They serve wealth in doing so, never satisfied. That appetite is never satisfied, it's constant. You know, some of us, we think, man, if I just had, if, if I just had a look, they give me just a little bit of a raise, everything will be good. Everything would be good. And then you're on the job for a little while, you get that, and you find out that that ain't enough. I, I remember a few years ago, there was a, there was a professional athlete, uh, actually played football, he played football. I'm not going to say a name, he played football, and uh, he actually was playing well. He was an undrafted free agent and was doing real well, and so uh, he got a little bump up in his salary, and uh, he wasn't a millionaire yet, he was a thousandaire, I like to call him, he was a thousandaire, and people got all upset because he became a starter, but because of the nature of how his contract was structured, um... (laughs) The nature of contract was structured. He, you know, he was got to play another couple years before he could try to get a new a new deal. So he was on TV, and he was like, "I can't feed my family. I can't feed my wife and my kids off three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year." And people were like, "I wish I made three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. I wish I had that kind of money." You know? and we we see that with athletes, and and, and I said it, and I'm not speaking about that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is, the people that watch and listen to that, you sitting there thinking like. Yes, you can feed your family off of $350,000 a year. Matter of fact, you can eat quite well. You should think about on your job, whatever it is you make. And you see somebody else, they make it more than you. And y'all doing the same job? You're like, hold up. Hold up, how they getting paid more than me? You know something? Or you're better at your job than they are, and they get paid more than you. You're like, hold up. You know, that's, that's, so I, I want to get that picture when you talk talking about professional sports, that's a lot of times what's going on. They looking like, hold on. They make, they get compensated. I'm putting in the same time. I'm doing even more work. I'm doing that. I need, I need that, you know, and, and I, I say that because when we think about that, when you start making wealth and a lot of money, you realize it, it never satisfies, you know, you ever, if you ever hang around a rich person, like a really, really, really rich person, it's like, man, they, they still feel like they ain't got enough. It's like this. This more. They they can, more. they can have more. They can have more. They can have more. You know, it's 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 not satisfying. I I remember, and I got checked about this. You know, I'm gonna I'm give a personal story. Personal story. Now, I was one of those little thousandaires. You know, I was a seventh round pick, so I didn't I didn't make a lot of money. And that money goes away. You know, you gotta work now. Uh, but uh, I remember when I got, and I'm being real transparent now. This real. This is a personal story. Um, I got. I got my first NFL check. And you know what? I was not happy. One bit. Matter of fact, when I saw it and I was reading it, I got really, really upset. I got really mad. i mean, totally honest. I got really mad. And I went up and I walked in the locker room and I said, man, what's up with all these taxes they taking? You know, I'm fresh out of college. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't a taxpayer yet. So this was new. I said they took all my money. You know, I see Social Security coming out. I got, and then I played for the Giants. So I got New York State tax. I got New Jersey state taxes. We play in Jersey. I'm getting taxed by two states instead of one. I was like, man. Got federal income tax. They took all my money. And, And one of the veterans said, Man, why don't you shut up? You ain't never got that much money before. And I said, Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I just, I, I shoved my mouth. You know you know what it was? I, I use that example because it was perspective. I looked at, I had just gotten a check for more money than I had ever made in my life. You know? And when I got that, I was mad. Why? Because of the taxes that were gone. Why? I wanted all of it. I wanted money, taking my money. But it was funny. That little one statement, he said, man, shut up. You ain't never got there before. And I said, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I need to be. You know, and I was a I was a believer, so I was like, I need to be, I need to be thankful. So I'm like, now my, my witness messed up because now they think I'm all, you know, mad and bitter and stuff. I'm supposed to be thankful, right? And it, it challenged me on my perspective when you still think about resources and wealth and income and money. And this is the point that's being made here because if it's all about the money and all about the wealth, let me tell you something. It'll never satisfy and it'll never be right. It'll never be right. One of the most humbling things I ever heard was from one of my best friend's dad. My wife and I, we had already had our first child. My best friend got married a year after us, and now they're about to have. No, no, they didn't have. They didn't have a kid yet. They didn't have a kid yet. And we're going to pick up on our other friends. And Daddy came out and he said to my, my boy, he said, "Hey, y'all done got married, there. I got a baby. When you when you gonna have a baby?" And he said, "Man, you gotta get the money right first, And My homeboy daddy looked at him and said, hey, I'm going to tell you something, the money ain't going to never be right. And I was like, yo, not a lot detected. It's like, like, it's never going to be right. If you're trying to wait on the money, look, let me tell you something. It's all about perspective. If you think there's going to be this bottom line, okay, we made it. Let me tell you something. When you get it, you're going to find out, "Mm, it ain't it yet. And this is what he's getting at. He says, the one that loves it, it's never satisfied. You love silver, you're never satisfied with it. You love gold, you're never satisfied with it. And you will serve it. And this is where the corruption comes because you'll be doing whatever it takes to get it. You'll be willing to lie for it. You'll steal for it. Some people even kill for it. Take advantage, abuse for it. Why? Well, because that, that's what you serve. That's your heart's desire. It's a call for us to live wise. To have God's perspective When when we make false comparisons and, and we use our arrogance to look down on certain things and others, we have to keep a perspective that wherever God has placed me in life, whatever the lot God has given me, whatever the gifts and abilities God has given me, whatever the opportunities God has given me, that is all God. The good, the bad, the ugly, the peaks and the valleys, the highs and the lows. God is in control and he is calling each of us to respond faithfully to him. He's calling each of us to respond faithfully to him. So when we talk about a wise view of wealth, he wants us to understand like, look, wealth is not the answer. It's not the end all be all. It is not your God. He is our God. He gives to Whom he pleases, how he pleases, when he pleases. One of the unfortunate things when it comes to this this invitation of of having this intimate relationship with the Lord, having this intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, is that oftentimes this relationship is sold about the stuff. You know, if you come to Jesus gonna you get all your bills gonna get paid and you come to Jesus you get this stuff you know you you get this you can you can do miracles you come to Jesus and you can you know you be able to walk on water you come to Jesus you know you're gonna get rid of all your debt you come to Jesus you're gonna that sickness you got it's gonna be gone away you come to Jesus you're gonna get that promotion you come to Jesus your boss gonna like you You get that Jesus your business is gonna work just give your life to Jesus like and then, then you get you get the you get the you get the wolves you come to Jesus and you sow this seed of going to a thousand dollars you're gonna get a thousand fold they like yeah, Jesus, take this grand. And it's nothing about Jesus; it's about the stuff. I want the blessings. I want the miracles. I want the stuff. Now, when it comes to really being with Jesus, like I don't really want to walk with Jesus and hold His hand. I just want the stuff. And the Lord is like, no, 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 come to me for me. Trust me. The Lord is saying, come to me. Trust me. Surrender. I love you. I want you to. Understand my love for you, come to me, and it's not about the stuff. It's about Him. So when we're offering Jesus, when we're calling people to Christ, it's not about the stuff that He gives. Yeah, He got stuff, He got a bunch of stuff. You'll find out the stuff don't even measure up to Him.
0: Thank you for listening to Point with Daryl Jones. This was just the first half of today's message in the current series, Chasing After the Wind. 14 messages that walk you through the entire book of Ecclesiastes, where we learn that true satisfaction is found only in knowing the Lord and enjoying the life He provides. If this ministry has blessed you, we invite you to partner with us today. Please visit DarylJones.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L-Jones.org. Your financial generosity keeps us on the air, and we are grateful for your faithfulness. Also, if you would like to hear the second half of today's message, tune in tomorrow, same place, same time. And remember, keep making Jesus the point.